0: Welcome to HomeWise, a podcast of Highlands Ministries. Wisdom is essential in building a strong family and home life. Proverbs says that a wise woman builds her house and a foolish woman tears it down. I'm Steve and I'm here with Kara Murphy, my wife and the mother of our ten children ages three to twenty. I've been blessed with a wise and godly wife and over the years I've learned that Christian women appreciate her perspective and need encouragement to rise above the folly of our culture and be home wise. Okay, in this podcast, we're going to finish up this series on preparing our children for marriage and getting into courtship a bit. Uh, in in our last podcast, we talked generally about courtship and some of the why uh, we do courtship and what it looked like a bit for us. But one of the topics we really thought was important to cover is how to navigate a courtship. Uh, that was very difficult, very, very challenging.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's something you've never done before. It's like being a first-time parent in some ways. And not it, a
0: lot of folks out there have done it.
1: No, no. And, um, and the situations were all vastly different. Um, the courtships that we had seen had been much older adult children. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones we'd seen real close had been much, much older, but even, you know, five years older and how that worked was different than how it worked with our young men who were younger.
0: Yeah. It's a huge difference. A uh, 20 year old to a 25 year old.
1: Very different. Yeah. yeah very different. Um, one thing I want to reference one more time is uh, Marion Lovett's series on courtship. Uh, if you didn't catch the last pot- podcast to recommend... Um, that he does a much more thorough job and does a really good job of talking about courtship. Yeah. And again, one of the things we started out once our young man had approached a father, one of the first things that we asked was that everybody listened to, you know, the mom and dad and the son and the mom and dad and the daughter, all listened to Marion Lovett's series on courtship. Yeah,
0: and you can find that at Heritage Church in Centerville, Tennessee. If you Google that, you'll find it. And they have this section on the menu called uh, Covenant Conversations.
1: And what it did for us was it established a baseline of conversation. Yeah. And if nothing else, it gives you something to, okay, what are my expectations what are his assumptions? Okay, you know what? If his are different than mine, then probably this other family might have different assumptions too. And it really opened up the conversation on how to proceed. And, and, you know, what this, what, what's this going to look like? What the goal and purpose of a, co- of a courtship is? Um, how does co- uh, courtship differ from engagement and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing? It also allows one of the first things we addressed was different families have different views on what's appropriate physical affection mm-hmm. during courtship and during engagement.
0: And that's something everybody has to agree to.
1: Right. And I particularly, I mean, you and I have thoughts and perspectives on that, but really, our son and her father need to agree on that.
0: Yeah, and that's probably a good point in navigating a courtship. Um, it's our our belief, our perspective, that the father of the young lady is in charge.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: And so he's calling the shots. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, now the...
1: He has a jewel to protect.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stradivarius. And the young that. man who is coming, the gorilla who's coming for the <laughs> Stradivarius. <laughs> uh, that's, we can say that because our our first two were the gorillas. <laughs> uh, and these young ladies were the Stradivarius. Yes, definitely. they are.
1: They still are.
0: Uh, now the young man, he can come and, and he can step right in and interact with that father. That's what he should do. That's right. Um, but uh, he 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 needs to understand that this father is the one who's calling the shots ultimately for this. So as every courtship looks a little bit different, it's a lot of it's going to be because this every father of this daughter yeah. is going to call things a little differently.
1: Right. And our job <clears throat> as the son's parents was to counsel our son. Um, one of the things that we in the courtship process, you're also training your son to leave and cleave. Yeah. And I think if you have that perspective, you also guard against a few, there have been some, you know, what they call hyper patriarchal, you know, almost as if it's a betrothal where the two parents get together and decide these kids Arranged are going to get married. Right. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, I mean, if that's the way you want to do it and you both agree that's how to do it, I I, you know, have fun with that. Right. I don't have a a podcast for that one. But when we talk about courtship, that's not what we're talking about, at least in our experience, what we've done. Not that I'm not tempted sometimes, but.
0: When you see some uh, of those young girls in church.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. You think, ah, maybe we should arrange something. Yeah. But. Everybody
0: um, goes through some of
1: that. Um, But (laughs) having said that, um, you know, and also in that you're also training your son to be a man. You're training a man, your son to talk to men and interact with men. Now, every family is going to have a different perspective on how much, um, the daughter sets the pace. You know, she, some families are going to be like, okay, you two young people, you decide on these things mm-hmm. and then come back and talk to us. <clears throat> some fathers are going to be like, you and I, son, we're going to talk about these things. Yep. And then, and then we're going to, that, that'll that be the, the rules of, of courtship and yeah. engagement that and that sort of thing.
0: My perspective there would be, Father, if you have given this young man the go-ahead for courtship uh, with your daughter, you need to turn him loose. And, and and I'm not saying let them go off by themselves. Right. Uh, I'm saying if you're going to say, yes, you may court your daughter, what you are in many ways saying is, and I think you can marry my daughter.
1: True true
0: so so I'm saying you are marriageable material for my daughter I, I mean I don't want right. to right to it's not that belittle I'm... him by using the word material but I think I think they know what I'm saying
1: yeah which is why we don't think that you start courtship before you're really ready it's it's very important that you know I, I joked about we know of situations where young men who are not prepared go to a father and it's almost like they're going to put the daughter on layaway um and that's yeah. i mean not no and and i would i would immediately turn you know i i wouldn't be in all the conversation but although we do have a lot of conversation about it but you would immediately turn that young man away and you would say uh um, you know either no or not yet yeah and and this is why we don't yeah you know until you're ready you know, let's you know, let's. Yeah, th- we'll have
0: this conversation when yeah. you're ready.
1: And partly because, as a young man gets ready, his character is revealed. Yeah. And if he's not really ready, he's got some steps to take, which he may or may not follow through on, and then you find out about that young man. Yeah. Or the way he gets ready may tell you a lot about that young man. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, one important thing to remember, um, and I don't remember who the source is on this one. I think it might be Doug Wilson talked about, you know, when you have a a son and a daughter and you have two parents on either side, and you have six people, mm-hmm. you have six sinners. <laughs> and it's really important for all of you to remember that the more sinners you have getting together, the more opportunity there is for sin. And, and that's just a fact of life. And so there's going to be lots of opportunities uh, for misunderstanding, lots of opportunities for, uh, taking offense, lots of opportunities for someone to really blow it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're all sinners. And so, number one, coming into this with the humility of knowing, you know, we're, nobody here has, nobody here has become sinless. And so, um, just as, Everything after marriage will all be about grace and forgiveness and loving one another. So is the whole process of going through courtship and engagement. And you, you made the point that, you know, as simple as it is, loving your neighbor as yourself, you know, might what our children talk about and call living like Christians.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, living the life that Christians are supposed to live, living our testimony out the way we're actually supposed to do it, um, will go a long way in making for a better courtship. And things are going to come up. And when they do, those, your responses and the way you handle things, those are going to be opportunities to reveal blind spots and sins and all of that. And, you know, having a humility. Having grace for one another and forgiveness. Yeah,
0: being being uh, being uh, uh, loving, like First Corinthians thirteen seven that love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. So you're thinking the best, right, about each other, not assuming the worst,
1: right. But also at the same time, not ignoring co- problems when they come up. We don't do us each. We don't do our. You know, our children do not do each other favors, and as parents, we don't do each other favors. When issues come up and we
0: don't address them,
1: we don't address them.
0: Yeah, it's loving your neighbor as yourself and loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength.
1: And exhorting one another, you know, with yeah. with humility, with knowing that take heed lest you fall. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of it's it's really like uh, a a boot camp or a stress test.
1: Well, it's a boot camp for, for sanctification.
0: Christianity. Yeah, absolutely. Sanctification. Yeah, it really is. And and when when you fail, just admit it repent which is hard but but it's it's what we have to do in the rest of our Christian life. So if we can if we can live like Christians in this in this intensely practically challenging season. Right. <laughs> uh with a lot of humility and grace and forgiveness it'll go a long way especially for our children in making it a wonderful memorable joyful time.
1: Right. And that's um you know even when you are with people and you worship together and you think you understand people.
0: You think everything's the
1: same. Right. And you find out, oh, no, it's not. And, um, and that can be a challenge. That can be. Yeah. You can, can assume,
0: I think it's safe to say you can assume things are not all the same in, in, in your head and their head. Right. Uh, and so be ready for that and, and just be dialed up on your graciousness and, Kindness and long suffering and yep. patience and humility,
1: right? One of the
0: and know that you don't have a corner on the market on how a wedding should be done.
1: Well, yeah, and one of the uh, don't get me started. No.
0: <laughs>
1: there are <all> the books
0: <laughs> on how weddings should be done. <laughs> See, right there. <laughs> they're
1: they're just and if beautiful. they don't
0: follow the book, shame well, on them. Right.
1: Well, etiquette is about loving your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so that everybody understands. But um well, I'd, I'd like to jump back to you know. And it it comes up, it's, it's, it's an extension of what you're saying. And that's, you don't even know what your expectations are. You know, mom of a son, dad of a son, son, mom of a daughter, dad of a daughter, daughter. You know, six set of people have six sets of expectations. And mm-hmm. you don't even know what your expectations are mm-hmm. until you're walking through this process. And that's when the conflicts come up, you yeah. know, because... Yeah, to me it's all real simple. It's all laid out and there's and, and, and we know.
0: we would always say that the bride's family is going to call the shots for the most part on the wedding. And they can invite you in right. and ask what you think. Um when it comes to the groom's part and what the groom is doing, obviously the, the, well, the groom's uh, the responsibilities groom's responsibility and the mm-hmm. family is more involved there, but but this really is a a a bride's family's thing well, I mean, it, even financially.
1: Right. And it it, it makes sense <laughs> you you're, you know, you got the father protecting the daughter during the courtship time. Then the engagement time comes and again you have a father who gives his daughter. Yeah. Now, in a way as the parents of the son, we release our son. Mhm. We release him. We Encourage him to leave and cleave, but the daughter is given to the son. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's a great deal of responsibility for the family to take that, that very big responsibility, that calling very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because of that, there comes with that a level of calling the shots, like you were saying.
0: And at the same time, you don't want the, the parents of the bride to, to take over and think it's it's all about them. Right. Uh you know, uh, you, you know kind of the, the quintessential story of we're going to ha- we're going to give you the wedding we didn't have. So right. sit back, get out of the way so we can do it. That and that that's a
1: perfect example not, of not
0: that we've we haven't seen that, but that's I I think that's a common Yeah. refrain.
1: Yeah, I, and that's what I was going to say that's a perfect example of expectations you don't even know you have. Yeah. Um So
0: so so even in this we want this young man to be loving his future wife. Mhm. And he does that by laying himself down, uh, by, by serving. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and even in this it's, and that's a bit of a dance because though it's, though it's a lot of the bride's desires and her dreams and and her, she and her family are putting a lot of these plans together. And sometimes the man feels like he's being drugged through it (laughs) and he doesn't really matter. You know, it's her day. That kind of thing is what you hear. It's really not. No. It really is. That's not about, a very biblical perspective. It's at all. not. The biblical perspective is here's the bride, and behold, the bridegroom cometh. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. Now now we're seeing etern- now we're seeing this heavenly picture.
1: So if you can imagine it, the the heavenly picture is everything the bride is doing, she's doing to prepare for the bridegroom. Yeah. So the idea of the guy off in the corner, you know, I don't know, <laughs> you know, doing his own thing. Um, while answer. she has the day she's always dreamed of is yeah. very unbiblical. Yeah. But you then,
0: then again, she needs to be prepared. Right. And she, and so a lot so, goes into preparing. Her.
1: Absolutely. And, and a, a beautiful bride and a beautiful environment and yeah, a beautiful
0: ceremony, beautiful loveliness.
1: Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I appreciate my mom has always emphasized, and it's not just in weddings and it, it's true in other things, but, um, and I, I think, um, we've had both the weddings, there was good view of the people coming and, and loving the people who are coming to be your witnesses. But I really think in one of them, it was just like, you could just see that this family set out this, you know, bride's family set out to serve Mm
0: -hmm. everyone
1: who came. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even with us, they, they seated us and fed us first. And we are like, well, you know, almost the way like, okay, we're not worthy of this, you know, we don't want, but you know, they just had this view of, you know, these are the wedding guests are guests. They're our guests. And, and, um, and even everything that our daughter-in-law did, you could see it was, um, preparing it was, you know, and, and that didn't mean she had lots of there are a lot of things that a bridegroom won't care about, you know. The groom will be like, "Oh, whatever you want, sweetie. Right. Um, whatever we're you f- married at the end of the right." Day. And as long as you feel comfortable, I'm happy with it. But she also just went out of her way to to prepare yeah. for her husband for that, you know, first day of their marriage together. Yeah. And you know, so it's this, it's this. Yeah, the bride's family is calling the shots, but when they're they're serving and loving. You know, the 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 misunderstandings and the the challenges just aren't there because, you know, when you have that considering others' interests ahead of your own, and everybody's thinking that way, you've got a really nice, yeah. a really nice experience.
0: And all of this is a part of <clears throat> navigating this whole thing. This the, when, when we talked about navigating courtship, but we're well into engagement. Yeah, obviously, we kind of, and that's fine. That's fine. It's all. um it's the same, but same say, dynamics but and same right. dance that you're playing through the whole thing. It's the same
1: principles that work. It's yeah. the same, it's the same ideas even through the courtship time. Yeah. Um, it's, wow, isn't that funny? You know, it's just what scripture says about loving your neighbor and considering others ahead of yourself and, and looking to the word to decide on what your principles are going to be and not just going with what we used to do or what we did or how, what worked. <laughs> <laughs> what worked yeah. for us? What worked for them? Yeah. Um, but or, really... What's,
0: or what's expected of us or right. like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. It and can be very simple. Yeah.
0: It can be over-the-top extravagant, whatever you can afford.
1: Sure. Sure. Absolutely. One, of, But I think that just like in the preparation stage and the readiness stage and even through the courtship... Um, That conversation is so, 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 so important Mm -hmm. to have good communication and to have lots of conversation, um, so that those hidden expectations are addressed so that you can love one another in your words and actions Mm -hmm. and know what that looks like real practically. Mm -hmm. Um, what about,
0: what about the, uh, the difficult question of physical contact in, in an engagement
1: um well i i i would not make hard and fast rules at engagement we believe you know with engagement there's a there's a vow when when a father says yes you can ask my daughter to marry you he has uh, given her if you will yep. to this young man yep. there's a vow made
0: and there's an exchange right
1: and, ring. and oh. in some ways it's I see it closer to biblical betrothal yeah. where they're, they're based. That's right. The the ring is given. They're yeah. basically married, but they have not consummated that marriage. Right. Um, now since we see courtship as a time to say yes or no, we refrain from physical contact beyond what would be appropriate between any friends right. that are male and female.
0: Right. You know, so But once engagement has happened, that's once engagement different. has
1: happened, um, I I think that the Song of Solomon gives some really good principles that show that the kind of kisses that happen between a man and a woman that lead to more should be saved for marriage. Mm-hmm. Let him kiss me with the lips of his mouth, his love is better than wine. And that's not just to say that kissing is good. That's to say it's as intoxicating as drinking too much wine can be. And so just as we would not... You know, want, we would want to absolutely never be drunk with wine. We also wouldn't <laughs> want to be drunk with kisses either, which is very easy if you have a high level of physical affection going on yes. prior to marriage. Yes. Um, I also think that, um, the verse do not arouse or awaken love before it's the, the verse that in my translation says before it so, so desires, but a, a better translation is before the proper time. Mm-hmm. And so I would not encourage any kind of physical affection that would quite practically arouse or awaken love Mm -hmm. before it can be consummated, which is on that wedding day.
0: Yeah. So, so the point is, again, biblical principles.
1: Yes. But I, but I also. Not a
0: black and white set of rules.
1: Right. I, I I don't have any problem with, you know, with a, with a, you know, a a peck on the lips that. You know, happens prior to marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we, our boys have chosen to to reserve that until until marriage. Or so
0: we didn't tell them.
1: Um, I don't think we did.
0: They had that on their own.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure both of the young men. Now we probably talked about it because we talk about everything sure. all the time. Sure, but we certainly didn't set any ground rules, if you will. Yeah. They, through conversation with us, had their own convictions. Yeah. And, um, and like I said, I don't think, and I think they were both pretty conservative with those, um, you know, cause they knew their own strengths and weaknesses. So, yeah. um, so does that answer your question yeah. without oh, yeah. becoming Absolutely. too... I think
0: it's a good one. And I think it's sort of sort of the elephant on the table for folks that are listening to this. Oh, sorry. We wouldn't, wouldn't want to end this without...
1: Without talking about that,
0: yeah, I think so.
1: Having you know, I mean, that's that's not what we did. So, um, you know, I don't want to express that. I think I think God's grace and forgiveness is there, and yeah. also that, uh,
0: and 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 that you don't
1: have to come to the exact same conclusion.
0: No, no, we just want to we want to be careful to live by the biblical principle of loving our neighbor as ourselves,
1: right? And 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 one of the things that you know, it's flee youthful lust, not. Walk as close to them as you can and not sin. Yeah. And, um, I personally, maybe, like I said, I sometimes think we're just more sinful. <laughs> I mean, that's very possible mm-hmm. that I'm a more sinful woman or was a more sinful young woman than other young women. But for me, the only way to flee those youthful lusts was to, would have been to save those for the proper time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, there it is. Preparing for marriage. And knowing when your children are ready for marriage and considering courtship and why and uh, courtship's a good idea. And then um, navigating all of that.
1: Right. So I'm pretty sure that these conversations have pretty much just created about more questions than we've answered. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so.
0: And that's a good place to be because none of us want to feel like we have it figured out. No. And... You want to know you don't have all the answers to all the questions. Right. Well, that uh, no. keeps us humble.
1: Yeah. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Homewise with Steve and Kara Murphy. If you have a moment and
0: you are of the mind, please make a donation to Highlands Ministries to help support these podcasts. Uh, You can go to the website at HighlandsMinistriesOnline.org, and there's a Donate Now button. You can sign up for a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated, and if we get like a million monthly supporters, we will do this from the beach.